Hello friends, compatriots, and kindness warriors. My name is Cassie Roma and I'd like to welcome you to Benevolent Banter, a podcast where good chats is where it's at. <laughs> My hope for this podcast is simple, and that is that each episode will be infused with kindness, fun, depth, and a sense of exploration. The end result? A bringing to life of a shared belief that we really can make the world a better place, one conversation at a time. In this podcast, I might be riffing alone, like I am now, or I could have a guest or two along for the ride. Either way, I'd like to thank you upfront for sharing your most valuable asset with me, your time. Right, let's get into it. This is Benevolent Banter. everybody and welcome back it is benevolent banter we are here with one of my favorite humans i know i say this every single week but oh my gosh mr b thank you so much i thought mr b would have been on many 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 a podcast no this is it you've you've taken my podcast cherry (laughs) mrs b (laughs) yeah sorry mrs b (laughs) Sauce, but not sauce. Um, so every week I love, love, love to hear how uh, folks introduce themselves. So if you could please introduce yourself in whatever way you would like with whatever beautiful words. Sure, sure. So um, I'm Nick Bolstridge, um, known uh, by my mates as uh, Nicky B or Mr. B. Nicky uh, B. Nicky B. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, I'm currently uh, working as um, head of performance marketing at Kiwi Bank, Kiwi uh, Bank. which I'm loving. Yes, yeah. Kiwi Bank. Kiwi Bank. Uh, in the green. Um, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, so I'm on brand today. See what you've done. Uh, yeah. Um, and yeah, loving loving what I'm doing. Um, and yeah, that's, that's sort of me, who I am. Um, but as a person, um, not quite a kindness warrior like you, more of a fairness warrior. I love that. That's how I like to see myself. A fairness warrior. What? Yeah. How would you define fairness? Uh, fairness, is, for me, is what you would want someone else to do for you yeah. uh, and the way that you expect to be treated by, by other people. Um, yeah. You know, just good old-fashioned values of of equality and and being fair to each other. So I feel like you are a kindness warrior then. Well, yeah. Because that's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, of course I am. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, Mr. B, where to start? I think the best place to start is probably at the beginning. So you um, have an accent that doesn't sound like a Kiwi. Uh, yeah, no, so fair t- points. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yes, where are you I'm, from? I'm how did you How did you land right here in the seat? So um, originally from a small, sleepy fishing village called Sulcombe in South Devon um, and moved to London uh, into the Great Big Smoke. Um, started. Which part um, of London were you in? Um, Fulham. Fulham. Uh, oh. Yeah. yeah. Split right between Craven Cottage um, and um, the Stoop. Uh, so nice. yeah, yes, great, great, uh, great place to be. For, you have known uh, a lot of Kiwis there, yeah. Well, yeah. So rugby, football, yeah, right yeah. on your doorstep. Yeah, so yeah, yeah it was good. <laughs> Had some Fulham nights, yes. Oh yes, mm-hmm. um, very, very quiet Fulham nights. Yeah, very quiet. Yeah, nothing very quiet. ever happens. Nope, not in Fulham. Yeah, especially in the pitch and piano, which is where I met my <laughs> wife. <laughs> of course, you did. <laughs> totally. <laughs> we'll come back to that. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so you moved uh, from Devon to London. Yeah, and then um, started my career uh, mm-hmm. in 
advertising working for uh, Walt Disney, of all companies. Um, really? Yeah. Did not know this about you. No, yeah. So I was uh, creative services. So I was uh, designed for all the front covers um, of the Buena Vista home entertainment range um, and then working with theatrical teams for um, outdoor posters and what we called in-store theatre. So this what you guys see so in the grocery you. networks. Yeah, well, yeah, bit me, yeah. A little theatrical, <laughs> a little strategic. Yeah. That's cool. And yeah. how long were you there for? So I was there for two and a half years. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, and then um, wanted to do more, I suppose, within the film industry. So I yeah. wanted to join an agency that specialised in, in film. Um, and then that opened up uh, my second passion, which is computer games. And then that got me um, working with some of the big games companies at the time, like oh, cool. um, THQ, Ubisoft, um, EA. Um, it was just, yeah, awesome. Just before the, the big explosion or on the way up? On, or? on the way up for, oh, for, that, uh, yeah. for that big explosion. So, yeah. yeah. And um, now you're, you're a digital dude in banks. Yeah. How did you get, so, okay, Disney, gaming, Migration. Um, so, so the migration thing was quite easy. So, uh, well, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I had to find a job first. Uh, so, um, tell me about these jobs. Well, Mrs. B uh, is a is a Kiwi, um, so um, she wanted to come home. So yeah. I was yep. quite happy to obviously uh, come and uh, start my journey anew. Um, mm-hmm. And I transferred um, very luckily through the London office. Um, oh, cool. of Starcom yep. um, and um, shout out to Alistair Jameson um, so yep thank you very much um, um, he um, basically offered me the role of coming over to look after um, or head up digital under the VivaKey umbrella so I was sitting across both Starcom and Zenith oh, cool. um, Media, which was yeah awesome cool. yeah um, and a great way to get to no New Zealand brands, yes. um, especially nuances to do with budgets. Um, uh-huh. Having come from global um, uh-huh. budgets here, a bit more um, tight. Yes, I think's the word. A, yes, that's uh, a very kind word for it. Yeah, yeah, a little. Yes, and you have to try and do much more with them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that about New Zealand. Me too, and and, and I also love that. Um, actually, there's a lot of innovation here. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> I don't think New Zealand gets enough exposure um, on that innovation front because for how um, clever the t- ideas, the people, the creativity that totally. comes out of this island nation. Same. I go home to the America and I watch TV sometimes, and I'm like, this is shit. Like New Zealand is a thousand times better, and we are so hard on ourselves here. Yeah. Like, oh, it wasn't good enough. But then you go somewhere else and you're like, oh, it was good enough and then some. Yeah, I find it, I find it um, you know, pretty fascinating when we're here. You know, when I first arrived, you know, oh, you know, New Zealand is so far behind. Um, and then you hear, you know, more recently, now we're only 18 months behind. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, <laughs> catching mm, up. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like an episode Coronation of Coronation Street. Yeah, <laughs> Coronation Street. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I, and I think really, actually, if you look at, probably say the top five percent of businesses in in new zealand they're not 18 months behind at all in fact they're right at the front there yeah and they're doing cutting edge stuff um leading what's happening in the search space programmatic um you know data transformation yeah um i think i think you know new zealand is is right up there uh but like you say i think maybe we're a bit shy in in shouting out about it yeah yeah i mean i spend a lot of time traveling overseas to to big conferences, which is really funny to speak at because I have this American accent. They're like, oh, 
you know what's going on. I'm like, I'm in New Zealand. And I have that New Zealand mentality after 17 years of going, maybe I don't belong here. I shouldn't shout about anything. And then you show up to these rooms and you're like, we've been doing this for almost half a decade now. Wow. Like Kiwis are beyond relevant. They're setting the relevance kind of pace. But I don't think we know that quite as much as we should or give each other the pats on the backs. Do you find that? Yeah, I, I do. I think I think it's definitely one of those that um, we 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 don't acknowledge sometimes what what we have and yeah. and the skill sets that we that we have. Um, there is still a skill shortage, I think, yeah. from a yeah. digital perspective. Um, but you know, there's no reason to say that we can't grow our own. Um, yeah, you know, there, right. there's always a lot of feeling about going overseas to to look for talent. But actually, you know, we can grow our own. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. there's there's a hunger uh, for for people to learn, uh, and I see it, you know, every yeah. day at work. Um, um, so yeah, I, I thoroughly think that there's you know a change that needs to happen, and look at our teams first yes. before before yeah. going abroad for talent. Oh, totally, totally. I've worked in a myriad of different places now in New Zealand, and it's the ones where there's a nice mix of of people from overseas maybe, and then Kiwis, and everybody kind of just grooving and getting along. And it's amazing when people that, when you get that culture right at work and like the good stuff. Um, you're at Kiwi Bank right now. Yeah. Um, My wife is at Kiwi is Bank. amazing. Yes, yeah. yes, I work with your wife. <laughs> she literally skips home yep, every Mrs. day. And she's Mrs. Like, R. Shout out to Mrs. R. <laughs> <laughs> she's, like, she's like, I love it there. It's amazing. This morning she was ironing the CEO's T-shirt. Oh, yeah. Before at like five thirty a.m. and I'm like, you must really love it. She's like, he's such a cool guy. Everybody's cool, guys. Everybody's great. Right? Like, How it nice is, is it to work in a place like where you just you like the work, you're challenged, and the people are cool. Well, and and it's the it's the enthusiasm uh, and the fact that everybody is is focused mm. on the same outcome, right? Which yeah. is yeah. you know all about helping Kiwis to be better off. That's so um, cool. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's a great, um, you know, um, goal to. It's easy to, to get in behind. To, yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you know, when you have something you believe in, um, it makes it so much easier to turn up and go to work every day, right? Well, I feel like you might be a passionate and positive person, anyways. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> Potentially. I don't think I've ever laughed as much <laughs> as our little boat ride in Taupo. Uh, uh, Telling yeah. someone, I was like, yeah, we were on a boat drinking alcohol and shooting clay pigeons. They're like, wow, he sounds like a dude. <laughs> well, you can't go really wrong. It's <laughs> <laughs> booze and shooting, and, you know, although that shouldn't go together. <laughs> sounds so American, right? Totally. I was like, I'm at home. <laughs> we need to barbecue. There's the barbecue. Great. I'm uh, home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about. Tell me about what drives you, because we've known each other for quite a few years now, actually. Wow. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Six, six years now. Oh, wow. Um, and just the, like, when we get together, we can have deep conversations. We can have fun conversations. We can have on the line, off the line that nobody <laughs> will ever know about. Very true. Wearing a little special something for you today. You've got your rainbow socks on. I do. I have my rainbow socks on with my uh, orange shoes. Ally. Um, Ally yep. for the win. <laughs> Yeah. What what drives you? What gets you out of bed in the morning? Um, life. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, Four-letter word. Yeah, I say that, but um, we're, we're, we're just really lucky yeah. to all be here um, and sharing, you know, the planet that we're on. Yes. Um, and um, you, 
there are things that happen in life um, that when they occur make you just take a big mm-hmm. step back yeah. and reflection and um, I find that that can be really reinvigorating yeah. um, and that totally drives me yeah. um, plus uh, people I love people um, yeah. so there's, there's there's nothing better for me than a smiley face yeah, um, yeah. I, I get a kick out of smiley faces yeah. um, I don't like seeing sad faces. It's makes, probably why you and I get along. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> just constantly, my cheeks hurt. <laughs> it's very true. It's like a lot of laughter. Um, so, yeah. Um, and, yeah, I suppose that's what that's what drives me. Yeah. Um, and um, I just like being able to share that happiness and yeah. that enthusiasm. Um, and, yeah, I find it, I find it quite hard. I don't. Yeah. normally have like an off switch for that <laughs> same you find that some people sometimes are like how are you so happy all the time uh yeah like, totally well, yeah. we have we have moments but actually for me happy is a a choice like i'll ride a deep i'll ride a deep feeling but then i write it and then i'm happy happy i don't know maybe it's just a genetic predisposition towards being like you just said life man we are so lucky to be here Sometimes I feel like I'm on another planet because I'm like, man, I'm at the beach. Those waves are like, they're like, they're crashing and every drop, whoa, but then they're creating air bubbles and my wife's like, what the fuck? (laughs) What are you smoking? Because I'm like, and the air bubbles are like our heartbeats and our heartbeats are electricity. Whoa. (laughs) She's like, dude. (laughs) You get it, right? Yeah, of course it is. Cool, yeah. 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 yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I think that whole connection to, to, you know, people and places around you mm. is is really important, um, and uh, and it's something that yeah I thrive off, um, and again that's another reason why I love New Zealand, right? You yeah. know, it, you you raise beaches, you know, it's fifteen minute drive, yeah. and there's a beach in any yeah. direction. Yeah. Um, you know, I've got two children that yeah. just love being outside. That's so um, cool. Yeah, totally. Um, and. I, I just really couldn't see bringing them up in, you know, the UK or London, especially. Uh, you know, moving from a concrete jungle into, you know, the lush green that we have here—it's been just fantastic. It's magical, isn't it? Yeah, totally kids. magical. Yeah. Same. I I personally had a lovely rainbows and butterflies childhood in Southern California, but we were in a big city. To move here and where like the only thing I worry about is Chelsea taking her shoes off and stepping on a bee, like that's yeah, that's pretty amazing. Because I can remember as a kid, and it's not a bad thing, but I knew where I was seated so I could see my exits. You couldn't take your shoes off at school because the school could get sued if you hurt yourself. Like, there were so many things going around where it's just like in New Zealand. It's just like, what a cool spot. Yeah, no, I definitely have the opposite problem with uh, it, it's actually getting Eddie to wear shoes. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's quite happy not to wear shoes at all. So is he, um, are your kids, do you find they've got the, the positivity switch as well? Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, they're yeah, they're they're very happy in, in who they are. Yeah. Um, and very open conversations. Nice. Uh, which I think That's is really huge. important. Yeah, really important. Yeah. Um, yeah. and uh, yeah, we we have that whole um, safe environment where you can say what you want. Um, and you know, when we're not there to judge, we're we're your parents. We're there to to help you on a journey, right? So, Isn't that cool? Yeah, when, totally. Yeah. Do 
do they when they have their little friends over? Are there? Do you feel their friends also feel quite comfortable to oh, chit chat and just be themselves? T- totally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love and, that. And you know, if they're gonna make a mess, they're gonna make a mess. That's what kids do. That's what uh, adults know, do so, too. Yeah, yeah, too. They do. Yes, <laughs> adults yes. are the worst. Communal kitchens. Oh my god. Yes, uh, but yeah, no. It's, it's been it's been awesome, especially now that you know. Um, you're um, into sleepovers, so yes, they have you know friends come round. Can we do midnight snacks and oh, all that sort of stuff? Fun. And you're like, yes, you can. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. We were, um, I say, we were on the bus this morning. I don't think my daughter and her friends chose for me to be on the bus with them. I took the bus into town with like, there were about nine 13 year old girls, and you could tell the kids who maybe don't have the homes where the parents are open enough because they were the ones that were like, Chelsea, is that your mom? And they just sat like that the whole way in where the rest of the kids were like, ah, just all over the show. And I thought, oh, must be hard for a kid to grow up in a home where you don't have that safety of conversation or openness with adults so that it's hard to to look an adult in the eye and go through the world. Yeah, I've, you know, that that's something that I find very difficult to, mm. to take on board. Those people that you know don't support or look after their children, um, you know, that that's, yeah. Or feel like they have to live their dreams through them, or there's a perfectionism. Yeah, because um, yeah. I'm like I, I'm the. You opposite. do see it on the uh, on the on the sidelines with the <laughs> over enthusiastic dad oh. sometimes. Yeah, you know? uh, yeah. Whereas yeah. I tell Chelsea, sometimes I'm like, "You're my kid. Please just push back. Yeah. Ask why." Tell us, "Oh no, but we're supposed to do it that way." I'm like, "Break a rule for God for God's sake, break it." And she's like, I, "No, mom, no, mom." She doesn't know what to do with her hands. I'm like, "Just break a rule." <laughs> Poor child, <laughs> I will not. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's funny. Um, and Eddie's picked up uh, banter quite well. Um, I bet he has. <laughs> uh, oh yes. Um, so um, I was very kindly given an England rugby ball the other day, um, um, and Eddie picked up that it was an England rugby ball. So I was like, oh wow, you know, maybe he's, you know, learning the words or whatever. Um, and so I was like, how do you know it's an England rugby ball? And he was like, oh, it has the red rose and you support the team with the red rose. I was like, yes, I do. Very smart. And then he kicked straight into the bants going, well, at least now you've got a rugby ball that you can play with, but maybe I'll <laughs> let you play with the all black one uh, at some stage. And I was like, whoa. Ooh, did he bring you boy. some aloe for that bird? Uh, yeah, like, like, whoa, oh. little guy, whoa, but, what's yeah, going on? So, yeah, he, he won't wear an England shirt whatsoever. And good on him, you know. I he was, mean, he was he's born a little here. kiwi. He, he is a, kiwi. a He's a kiwi. That's right, that's right. Wait till they start to make fun of your accent. Oh, that'll come, I'm sure. When you can't pronounce it today, all right. Mom. <laughs> oh, that's that's the favourite game in the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is Dad pronounced the words? Um, <laughs> so, um, for those of you out there, oh, a cooney. Um, uh, so they giant they, carrot. Well, yeah, yeah giant okay. carrot. Um, uh-huh. So the family, um, or my wife's family, are all from down that area oh, from Riley okay. Hee. Yep. Um, and when I first saw the name, it was like you know, have a go, and I, all I could come out with Okinokini. <laughs> Um, and so, you know, we know it as Okinokini. Um, um, but I, I am, I am, I am trying to do my Kiwi German, uh, German, 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 <laughs> <The> German, <laughs> there's a German, well, I don't know the where Kiwi Germans. Um, yeah. And trying to, and trying to improve uh, my Maori pronunciation, but it, I think, I, I think it's going to be a bit of a long journey. Just con- consistent improvement is what our friend, uh, Lochna out there said to me when I was first calling him Lochana, Lochana. <laughs> And I've tried so hard for weeks. Lochna, our man. The man, the myth. Yeah, I got a thumbs up. There we go. We got it. Awesome. Continuous improvement. Um, 
speaking of Kiwis, speaking of culture, all of that kind of stuff, I'm just going to hit you with this because we haven't talked about it, but this is what we do. It is um, Women's History Month, and International um, Women's Day is on Sunday. Yes. Were you at the Kiwi Bank breakfast this morning? Uh, I was at the breakfast. Um, How was or, that? Or, or I, I missed most of it. So um, yeah, so it was it was how was it? It was it was, it was great. It was good from was from great. from the just. I heard lots of people talking good things about it. it. Was great. But uh, yeah, no, well, this I, isn't about that. No. I wanted to ask you specifically because you're a dude, like you're a dude. Yes, I love you. You're one of my faves. When we talk about equality and feminism and International Women's Day and all of these things, and with you being a dude, in a business, in quite um, a title and position of privilege and white and I was gonna say <laughs> quite pale yeah, yeah. <laughs> quite English or as Eddie would say peach <laughs> uh, yeah. he just send you the peach emoji oh, and no, not realize he, what he, that means yet he, 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 no, he, he actually generally believes he is peach in color so he, bless his heart yeah so he, he he will say I'm peach I love him yeah, me too what a cool kid <laughs> what what do you think is the most important way that men can show up in the workplace and the world um, around equality? I, I generally think it's back to fundamental understanding, mm -hmm. right? Um, my my biggest fear is, you know, I have a daughter. Um, I have three sisters, yeah. um, you know, and having seen how one was treated, you know, in, in the workplace, mm -hmm. um, won't mention the financial institution, but she was fluent, uh, is fluent in French and Spanish, um, and exceptionally bright, um, but spent most of the time doing the client entertainment. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And you're like, is that because of your skill set? Or is it because you're a pretty face and you're female? And that is why you're in those scenarios, which yeah. I think towards the end, she sort of felt some of that. Yeah. Um, and that's just not right. You no, know, you're meant to be in that scenario because you're fearsomely intelligent. You're challenging those in the room with you, um, and you've got the language skill on top to be able to talk to, to, to the these clients in their That's natural right. tongues, right? Yeah. So yeah, um, and so yeah, I, I do think that we've still got a way to go. Um, mm. You know, the whole um, salary thing that should just that should just happen now, right? That's I don't understand what yeah. the gaps are for. Um, it, it makes it makes no sense. Yeah. Um, you know, you're paid for the skill that you have. You know, yeah. you're not paid because of your gender. Yeah. Uh, I find that, yeah, odd. It's an, it's an interesting thing. Um, I've spoken to a lot of guys about this, actually, um, specifically, kind of, you know, very similar to you in, in your career and where you're at. And it's like, how hard, is it hard? Do you find it hard when you're in rooms with other dudes to just go, actually, that wasn't cool, or we need to move things we need to move things to parity, or is it something that's still not really talked about? Uh, I think, and again, this is, it's an odd one for me because in the current working situation, um, that there, there is none of that. Yeah. It is just yeah. fully open. Yeah, Carly you, loves it. Yeah, you're yeah. all embraced, you, yeah. you, you work together, but there have been others where it has felt very, you know, old school, um, the old school tie, the old network, yeah. uh, very crusty old men. Yeah. You know, and yes, and 
you know, and you know, some of the conversations that you hear, you're like, well, I don't think that's awfully appropriate. Um, you know, <laughs> am I? Yes, yeah. And, <laughs> and you're like, well, I'm not really sure what I do with, or how I react to that. Um, yeah. But um, other than leave the room. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'd hope that now um, that that just that behaviour just shouldn't exist anymore, right? Yeah. We're we're we are, and it goes back to the fairness thing. We're we're we're, we're all yeah. human, you yeah. know, um, and we should be able to get along, and we should be able to have to sit at the table, everybody, and have a conversation. Totally, um, you know, and and feel safe yeah. to be able to have that conversation. I think that's the biggest thing is feeling safe, and I know a lot of men want women to feel safe, but after lifetimes of not feeling that safety or the ability to talk it makes it even harder so we i know for me i'm on day five of uh, (laughs) self-employment on day five awesome um and nobody's spoken over me yet because i'm (laughs) on my own (laughs) maybe the little boy sometimes but i don't know after almost two decades i have just been tired to my core even though i've been able to you know climb the corporate ladder i've been tired to my core to sit at a table and to say Here's a strategy. Here's some information. Here's a here's something that I know will work and a recommendation for going forward. And I'll have a, a dude look me in the eye and go, "Tell me when you've done that and where you where it's worked." And I'll say that, and then another guy will pipe in and say the exact same fucking words, and that same guy will go, "Brilliant, we'll do that." And it's only in the last few years where the guys who've been saying the same thing as me go, "You realize she just said that in the same words." That was her idea. And then the, the others go. But it, it exists and it happens. And it's not just at work. It's yeah, not yeah, just no, at work. It's no. a, mer- work is a microcosm of society as a whole. So I feel like there's a lot to fix. There, how, is, there how, is a lot to How do we stand up? Like, how do we take, how do we speak well, up? I think like, you've, you've, you've got to be up front. You've got to, you've got to lead it yourself. Yeah. You know, if, if, if you don't lead, people won't follow um, and you know you've got to be able to put that example forward. You know, yeah. um, uh, I, I joke about this regularly. Um, you know, um, as much as I have a job, and it is in advertising, um, my wife, Mrs. B, Anna, um, also has um, a job. Yeah. Um, but it's a real job. Yeah. So in my case, if something you know, goes wrong, I've probably, you know, not had a campaign go live on yeah, time or right. the creator's wrong or, you know, something Somebody else. Somebody spelled right? something wrong on the execution. T- yeah. Totally. Something that can be addressed or, you know, it's it's not life-threatening. Yeah. But Mrs. B is a sonographer. And on top of that, she's a very good sonographer. So for those of you that don't know what a sonographer is, uh, it's uh, someone who's got the... Um, radiology skills to be able to use ultrasound to um, scan babies in the womb Um, but with that scanning process um, she's um, skilled in the early pregnancy detection so she's looking at brain function liver function kidney function um, blood flow to the heart um, fingers toes um, you know the the whole yeah life 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 in the making right yeah. Um, and so when she comes home and says she's had a bad day, mm. you can you can imagine. Yeah. Um, 
And so for me, sometimes, you know, it's like you come home and I showed her a, a skit that was actually shared by one of the guys um, from Kiwi Bank, um, <laughs> who I met recently, um, of, you know, this surgeon who comes home talking about working on the children's ward um, and uh, his partner, um, he turns to him and he says, you know, how, how, was, how was your day? Uh, at the ice cream factory <laughs> and he goes did, did you get to taste of some new ice cream <laughs> it's kind of like that <laughs> isn't it it is totally like that <laughs> where, where it just brings the reality yeah. of like you know there are two different roles well, that's um, what we used to say at Air New Zealand was when again when something was misspelled or we we made a mistake or an oopsie and had to apologize for it it was like we are actually not flying the planes full of the humans with lives at stake we're marketing totally we're gonna be okay um we didn't completely fuck up the brand. Yay, that's a win for the day. But come on, let's have that that look into what matters. Uh, and yeah, and for me, heaven forbid, if Anna wasn't treated, you know, yeah. a, as an equal or, yeah. or, or whatever, you know. Um, and there are male sonographers um, in what may feel more of a female field. Yeah, I was right? just actually thinking but, that was you were but, saying that with like nursing and yeah, all of those uh, other... And and there there is parity, yeah. and they work together as a team, and there is equality right there. Yeah. And so if if that can work in the medical, then why can't it why can't it work further afield? Really? Yeah, yeah. I find it interesting. Um, when I worked at ANZ, I worked with some of like the coolest. They didn't know what to do with me. <laughs> I think that's like <laughs> just a I'll life wonder. lesson. <laughs> Most people don't know what to do with me. Um, but it was kind of right at the beginning of social media. And the, so we had really strong search and we had really strong paid. And so there was all of these like really dorky guys. I love you, Phil. I love you, Adam. <laughs> um, and they were, they were doing all of like the, the stereotypical uh, digital things, but they didn't know where to stick the social media person. So I was kind of tacked onto this digital team full of men who spoke a completely different language. And it was my two years with those guys where I learned everything about CMS and DMP and everything that has given me the ability to rise in my job that I am so thankful for because these guys could have just been absolute assholes. They could have. They could have been like, oh, hey, here comes social media girl <laughs> skipping down the bunny trail with her smile and her artistic um, in integrity. <laughs> and they took time because they're just nice humans. Yep. So I feel like that's regardless of job or institution or anything. Like, how do we get to that? And is it a breaking down as you know as as kids are being raised that this is equal? Oh, These are the I things. Think, I think it's that and, and culture. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, um, I think fundamentally, if you don't have the right culture yeah. within whatever environment you're in, yeah. then you're not going to get the right outcome. It's, um, it's you know. interesting, right? Even things as small as like taking up space in the world. My my daughter said this morning, she's like, just so you know, mom, the science teacher might call today. And I was like, the what? What have you done? <laughs> and she said, no, no, I was, I was put in a group with um, two boys. And she said, and their spatial awareness is just not on. And I said, tell me more. She said, look, mom, they got their bum sticking out everywhere. They're right up in my face. They think that they're just like their arms and elbows everywhere. She's like, I just can't take it. There's no physical space for me. And they talk over me when I have an idea. And I just can't take it. So I've been asked to be in a different group. And I thought, yes. Yeah, fair dues. But I said to her, did you tell the boys this? And she said, oh, no. I said, so where do we teach even my child? Yeah. 
didn't feel comfortable telling the boys, hey, stop it. Not a safe environment. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's going to be a tricky one, right? Yeah. Um, uh, but at least. <laughs> Such a guy. <laughs> That's a real tricky one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Just, uh, I just don't know how to tackle that myself. Uh, <laughs> but uh, at least uh, the, the brilliance there, though, is that she was open enough to have that conversation with you and yep. then raise it with, you know, a teacher. So um, although she didn't feel safe in that environment, yeah. she's she's tackled it in the right way. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then someone else can have that conversation just to bring the boys to an awareness of themselves because i don't think they're doing anything to hurt anybody at all no that's how they that's how they were raised to take up space yeah 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 it's fantastic my my blokes are like that anyway (laughs) i started this little experiment and this might be the most asshole-ish thing i've ever done in my life but i've told my wife and she still loves me so we're good simply walking down the sidewalk so on a footpath in new zealand we walk on the left yes i've had to retrain my brain over 17 years to be on the right but it's interesting whenever I see people on the footpath, if there's a group of two men, they will walk and without changing step or moving for the most part, 99% of the time and expect me to move. I have walked into four people this week, physically walked into somebody because they wouldn't move. Women, we move. Watch, watch the next time you okay. walk. Yeah, move. no, I find that fascinating. So It's uh, even little boys little boys in New Zealand, I'll be walking down the road and they will see, they'll see that there's an adult coming at them from the other side and they will not move. They expect the female to move. Well, you see that, that's probably a lack of old skill manners. I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I always walk on the outside. That's, Mm -hmm. that's what I've been brought up to do. Yeah. Um, And in fact, Mrs. B will probably laugh again, but uh, (laughs) I stepped off a pavement once to allow a young lady to step up, put my foot straight in the drain and went over on it and ended up on crutches for a week. Uh, and she didn't even say thank you. <laughs> but, You're uh, there you go. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As I hobbled home. You know, after a lifetime of people not stepping off, she probably thought, finally. Yeah. <laughs> finally someone made space for me. <laughs> but, yeah, but it's, it's funny, right? The, the other ways, though, um, the, I, I feel that, we're also, from a male point of view, getting into that sort of um, environment where you don't know what you can and cannot do. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, I volunteered my seat. Um, yeah. And I was told by the lady who was more senior to me uh, in terms of age um, that, uh, yeah, what, what are you doing that for? Do you not think I can stand? Um, and really? I, yeah, yeah. See, I'm a big yeah. fan and of chivalry. I was like, and I was like... You know, not not a problem. Just thought you'd like a seat yeah. and and sat back down. But I felt then thoroughly but embarrassed. The, but then, then you got well. That's it. You know, so um, so then next time, do you, do, you do you do that or do you not? Yeah, uh, probably not. Yeah. Uh, See, my my little blend of feminism. I think every and this is it too. Everybody's walks through the world differently. You're up for fairness and kindness. I'm up for fairness and kindness. So I always stand up too and offer people seats because I think that's the whole equality thing. But I also love chivalry. I love it. I love opening a door for someone, and I love if it's a man or a woman yeah. when somebody I'll opens a door. My daughter would do the same, and, yeah. and she would give the seat up because yeah. she's younger. Um, so there would never be a time where I could look a guy in the eye and go, "Fuck you, man." <laughs> I'd be like, "Yes, yeah. my feet are sore." Yeah, I'll have that seat. Will, thank you very much. Yes, yeah. thank you. That's all you I want to see. Beautiful human. <laughs> I didn't. Need Next, time. Next time. Next time. Next time. Yeah, that's a funny one. 
Because sí. if, if that's then the feeling you walk away with, oh shit, I'm a little embarrassed. I'm probably not going to do that again because I don't want to offend the next person. That's not, and that's the thing, right? You know, you don't want to cause an offense. Yeah. Which is all of that's because we're kind of trying to figure out culture. Totally. Yeah. Whoa, man. It's like, yeah. <laughs> so I want to shift. I want to shift gears a little bit. Speaking sure. about culture and what you do, performance marketing, yes. which is all about culture. It's about relevance. It's about timeliness. It's about data. Totally. Holy shit. Talk to me a little bit about that and why you enjoy that. So for me, it's fundamentally like trying to solve a puzzle on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, and you have multiple moving parts. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's almost like I have a, for me, it's like being an artist with a massive canvas. So cool. Um, and you know the picture that you want to get out there. Yep. You've got a palette of different stuff. Um, and then it's like, actually, what would happen if I blend these two things together? What Ooh. what color do I get? Yeah. Um, yep. How does that then resonate with with the uh, person? The yeah, yeah, looking at it, right? Is 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 this what they were looking for? Does it resonate with them? Does it not resonate with them? How do I change that then? What what do I need in my palette so that cool. might be missing? So cool. um, You know, and I, I I just totally get a buzz out of that. Um, Mr. B, the artist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, change maker, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I like, I just, yeah, it's fundamentally yeah. going to work every day knowing that it's going to be a different day. Yeah. And, and you're constantly learning. And um, That's so cool. That is a huge piece, right? Yeah, totally. You've got to have that mindset of, yeah. uh, of you don't know. Um, that's so cool. You know, you, you know what you know, but that's already happened, right? Yeah and everything's changing so fast, it's the, I don't know what I don't know, so how do I learn this? Um, who can I reach out to that's, so cool. that's looking at this? Yeah. And then how do I bring those people together collaboratively? And then how do we work you know, co-creatively to work on that canvas? You know? I love that. I love the um, collaboratory aspect of marketing and advertising. As much as people like to poo-poo you know, the industry sometimes, it's, we're a little bit self-congratulatory, but we have to because so, nobody else is patting our backs. Totally we do. And, and, you know, and I think if we need to, to succeed in this market, we have to be collaborative. Yeah. You know, we have to be able to work with our partners. Uh, we have to have open, fair, um, you know, conversations there as well. And also be um, cool with knowing that there is an unknown that you can't quantify right now, but isn't that totally. the fun part of it? That, that is the fun part, right? How do you, how do you unpack what you don't know, yeah, and and then the other way, uh, being able to, um, I suppose it's almost like running ahead. Yeah. So you 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 go ahead of the rest of the pack. You look at what the future's sort of going to look like. Yeah. What new tech is coming? How's that tech being used? And then come back, share those findings, and then put a recommendation together whether we should so go and look at I that. About it and, too. Yeah, totally. And then. You know, um, especially at the moment, um, you know, um, we've got a great team leader who, um, Simon Hoffman. Um, Simon. Yeah, lovely guy. Yeah. Um, and he's an enabler, right? Yeah. He, he, he enables you to, to go and try these things. Uh, That's and without so trial, you, so you, you don't know whether you're going to fail or succeed. No, and I know? find a lot of the time, in, especially in big businesses, when everybody's got their turf, there's almost a weaponization of not knowing instead of embracing the not knowing. So when you weaponize that and you go, oh, Nick, you don't know that, you must not be good. Instead of going, this guy's curious, he's hungry, 
and is going to absolutely help us soar. And and that's the one. It's the it's the curious, right? Yes. Uh, I I I love to investigate and find out what's new, um, and and you know that that keeps me hungry, right? Um, I can imagine you to be one of the most curious. Tell me more. <laughs> well, to- totally. Tell me more. Yeah, and and I'm I'm not risk adverse. No. You know, no. Um, part part of what you need to do is is to take that risk and you know and and constantly learning. So um, Arabella brilliantly, my daughter, um, came home and told me that you know oh she just learned to fail. Um, and uh, I was like, okay. I said, it's a good thing to fail. Yeah. And she went, yes. She goes, our teachers told us it stands for the first attempt in learning. <gasps> and I was like, oh, <laughs> aren't kids awesome? Yes, yeah, totally. And I was like, I am so stealing. First that. attempt in, in learning, learning is is a fail. Write that down. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So you go. Wow. I have. I have failed. And you're like, you know, somebody's going to put that why. on agile post-its now. Yeah, F A I L. Sponsored by Sharpie. <laughs> Doing. Done. Yeah. <laughs> What's in the backlog? Failure. Like, I can just, oh, that's so cool. Wow. Yeah, totally agile thinking. You, that just blew my mind. Yeah, what I, a cool, I love it. What a cool yeah. thing for a kid to come home with. Yeah, totally. Uh, and, and, you know, I was then gobsmacked, and as I said to her, I am stealing it. I have stolen it. I've shared it. Um, now you can all yeah. steal it. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. B. <laughs> Thank you, Arabella. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What a cool kid, man. That she is. <laughs> That's amazing. So you're not adverse to, to trying things. You're not adverse to, I mean, I also go like fail. I love first attempt in learning because I don't actually think failures are failures. If no. you're still above ground and you're still trying and you still have a hunger, you're learning, you're growing. I know for me, the worst thing I can do is be bored even if I'm getting a pay packet that's fabulous, or even if I've got a title, I couldn't give a fuck. If I'm bored, I am not a cool human to be around. So it's, and I think it's because I also love that risk averse nature or non risk averse nature totally. of working, right? And so I want to go right try all it. the time. It would yeah. be so boring. Yeah. So I don't believe in, f- in failure as we put it. Like yeah. if we're afraid to fail, then you're afraid to actually succeed. Yeah. Whoa. Holy shit, man. Did you hear that silence? Like, whoa, yeah, man. Well, I, I just... Deep. It, <laughs> it is, though. Yeah. Um, you know, to, to have to have that thought process, you know, and she's 12. Yeah. You know, what, what's, what's it going to be like when she's 25 and so, she's graduated yeah. and she's going into business and she's got that thinking already? Where, you, uh, where she's already got her first attempt at learning for those years of her life and goes, it's going to be okay. Totally. That's why with with business here, um, there's always, you know, there's consistent restructures. There's all kinds of things that happen at businesses, but I'm cool with that because change is is a lot of that. Let's try something. Let's figure something out. And if it's done in the kindest, in a a nice way or a concise way, a kind way, then I'm cool with it because I love change. And and, that's the thing, right? You have to embrace change because it's constant. It's the only constant. Like it's the actual only constant. The only constant. <laughs> totally. So, breathing, hopefully. You, you know it's gonna you know yeah. it's gonna happen. Um, but surely you want to be part of that journey. Yes. And at the same time it's okay not to be part of that journey. Yeah. If 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 you're not comfortable with it. But otherwise, yeah, it, it is what what's on the other side? And yeah. that, that's the bit that keeps me going. It's yeah. like, what what is there? You know, yeah. What's it yeah. gonna look like tomorrow? And yeah. what will I be doing? And How's that role gonna, you know, 
um, gravi gravitate. And, yeah. You know. What's it going to do to help, especially if you've got such a strong purpose that you're working to now, which, totally. which is not the primacy of profit only. Yes. It, there's, you know, there's profit and then there's humanity and there's, I know the way that, you know, internal relations with employees and employee engagement and then customers like that, that actually makes you feel good. Totally. And it's interesting. You mentioned the word profit and, and I don't hear the word profit. At a bank? Or, no, I always hear wow. the word purpose. It is, wow. it is all about the purpose. It is all about what what is the outcome that we're trying to deliver. That's so cool. Yeah, t totally. And and that, that, again, is another one of those drivers that, you know, makes you feel good. Yeah. And if you feel good about yourself and what you're doing, you, you, you want to do more of it, right? Yeah. I think that's why for my entire career I've loved all of the places I've worked. There's not one place that I've worked where I, I walked away from it and gone, I didn't like that every single place because there was always something that brought me there that made me feel like the community was going to be better or the people I worked with were going to be better or we were going to be able to at least form some real connections. And that, for me, that's better than the bottom line. I yeah. mean, it's always good to grow that too. <laughs> well, and, It's and always it, helpful so that the business can remain. Yeah, you know? totally. Um, but that's, an, uh, that's another thing, right? So being talking about change and, and, and making things fair, um, it's another reason why I, I, I love getting involved uh, with the industry as a whole, yeah. you know, outside of, of, of my day job, um, because you, you want to ensure that we keep going in the right way and that we're getting the right tech yeah. and we're having the right conversations. Um, that's you the know, big thing, right? The, the conversations. The yeah, totally. So I feel like that's, it took me and you one conversation. We're like, great friends. Yeah. That's good. Because I feel like that you always do that seek to understand. You're there to seek to understand. You're not there for any kind of, I want that. Yeah. I, I, I want I, something out of you. And I don't want to prejudge either because I don't know the answers. That's right. You know, it, 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 it's about having that conversations and those conversations lead to more questions, more yeah. curiosity. And yeah. that develops into further conversations. And then you start getting uh, an idea of the journey, where you want to go. Yeah. And then now, what are the outcomes that we really want to get from this? And that's where, um, that's where the collaborative side of it works too, is if you totally. trust each other, like in a heartbeat, if you said, Cass, I want to try this, this, and this, I'd go, sweet, I'm in, because I know what you're after. And I know how your curiosity works. But there's other people who are like, hey, Somebody offered me yesterday, no, not somebody, five somebodies offered me a glass of wine so that I could then give them free um, advice and strategies. And I was like, we don't know each other. And that's actually what I do now. <laughs> yeah. So, and we don't have that background of trust yet. So there has to be some bridge between those two so that we can always get out and, I don't know, connect a bit more. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally. I, and, uh, and, I think that whole connection piece, um, you know, another reason why, you know, we came up with the um, the Brand Steering Council um, yes. is is to have brands that, you know, have got an open place to share. So none of us are in a, a competitive um, sector. Um, it allows us to have open, frank conversations about, um, you know, what are the same um difficulties that we're facing within advertising so cool. in a small market yeah. how how do we overcome those um you know what are what are the solutions that we should be looking at who are the partners that we need to engage with yep. 
Um, and then so important in a place like New Zealand because we all know each other. Yeah, that that's the thing, right? Yeah. Um, and that's why at, at the same time we've got a great agency relationship, yeah. right? Yeah. Being able to work openly and frankly with your agency is is so important. Um, yeah. And you learn from them. Um, that's right. You know. Well, I talked earlier about the the guys that I worked with at A and Z. It was um, Christoph and the guys at OMD. I was working with God years and years and years ago. That also taught me a lot about media. So here's your fundamental side of what you're doing with your own content, with your own site, with your own data. Here's what we're doing with it to make marketing and advertising actually work and be out in the ether. And then we had our creative agencies that came in and helped me form the full picture without all of those people and me being able to go to them and go, dude, hands up, I don't know a thing about this. Can you sit with me for 15 minutes after the meeting and teach me? And for them to go, yeah, is the reason that, you know, a decade later, there's that trust. And we're like, cool, I want to work with you. Yeah, I mean, I, I just had, you know, the, that moment where you were saying about the, the collaboration between, um, so um, similarly, so I put together where I think our journey's going. Yeah. Um, uh, put the, my ideas to paper. Um, I then did a half-day workshop. Um, oh, cool. We had creative and media together. I'm like, this is where my thinking's at. This is not set in stone. Um, you guys are the experts in what you do. So, so cool. let, let's put it apart, yeah. but let's rebuild it together. Uh, so and, good. We, and we've done that. So we now, we now all have ownership of that. That's so that. good. That's just um, strength, right? Yeah, totally. Strength in numbers. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so good. But cool. also not... I think, you know, I, I heard it uh, recently in, in, a, in a, um, a talk that uh, I was invited to by Shine uh, with um, uh, Anita, um, who's a young board director. And um, she was saying that it took a while to separate the ego mm -hmm. from the piece of work that you're doing. So when someone yeah. is, you know, criticizing yeah. a piece of work, it's not you that they're right. criticizing it's the piece of work or the solution or you know right. just the point of view that's put forward it's not you no and, that's and a hard lesson to learn totally. especially as a creative or somebody who builds as you just said a project or an idea or a strategy that was the first thing i remember learning there was a fellow called john maxim who was a copywriter he came to auckland years ago not even sure why I was in the class, but I think Mercury Energy put me through this class with him. And that was the first thing he said. He said the best copywriters can take themselves out of a piece of brand writing and become the brand so that you don't have that personal tug when somebody goes, oh, take that line. Oh, no, that's right. Because for me, that was destroying my soul. Yeah. You know, that's, but that was me. I did that. It's like, no, 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 no. That's the best thing you can do. But and, 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 and the only way to get forward in, in what we're doing is as part of that change is to always remember that yeah. the, the, the feedback that you're getting or the criticism, whatever it may be, yeah. it's constructive and it's constructive yeah. in and around what it's been presented. What's yes. being presented is not you. Yes. It's, it's a piece of thinking. That's right. And so it should be open to question and you should be open to be able to receive feedback on that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it was a real, you know, lesson to a, hear, and and it's now a beautiful yeah, lesson. Totally it takes a long time to learn it. Not going to be, you know, not going to beat around that bush. It took me years to oh. go. 
unpack, because you do when you're an artist or you're somebody that, when you make your living in ideas, it's harder than going, I built this table, it's done. You know, I put all the legs on, it's not going to fall over, here's your table, boom, goodbye. When it's ideas, you know, that's you, that's existential. So to pull that apart, man. And and it's it's a great feeling. Yeah. You know, um, and, and now, as opposed to one person sort of believing We've yeah. now got a team of people and a, a whole strategy that we all believe in. That's cool. Um, it's, 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 you know, that's just brilliant. It's gold so for me. you're rowing the ship towards your North Star, all yeah. of you together, yep. instead of one person. Totally. That's yep. fantastic. That is awesome. I'm going to check our time because we've done it. <laughs> really? Yeah, we've done our 50 minutes almost. Wow. You see, I told you, it goes by just like this. This is... um. Wow, for a first podcast, you're just old hat at this, let me tell you. Really? Yeah. No you're way. amazing. Oh, really? Look at you. I was like, He's blushing. Oh, yeah. Mr. B doesn't blush. No, he's not. No, I'm going to blush. I'm Jim, getting, Jim I'm and getting, I'm me. I'm getting hot now. <laughs> Glad I wore my nice bra today. <laughs> this is a great thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm still flattered by that. <laughs> they are flatter when I don't wear the flattering <laughs> one. Um, I love, thank you so much for being it's here, my first pleasure. and foremost. Um, I love for guests to end the show by calling out somebody or a, a few somebodies in your life who you see as kindness warriors. So people who are putting that good energy out into the world, who are treating people with the fairness that you want to see. Oh, well, um, the first has to be Mrs. B, um, you know, my, my darling wife. Um, yeah, I mean, she is totally the most fairness person you'll meet. Wow. Um, yeah. You know, um, Totally understated uh, and just beautiful. You guys just um, had a wedding anniversary, didn't you? We did 14 years. Wow. Yeah. Well yeah. done. Well um, done. So, yeah. Um, so she is the, the biggest fairness warrior. Um, Amazing. And then uh, I suppose other fairness people, um, Jane Stanley. Yes. Um, she's a great. Cool uh, cat. Yeah. Very cool cat. Very cool cat. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and my current CMO, um, Simon. Simon, uh, he's he's a dude, built, man. Built on fairness, yeah. So, yeah, and just such a nice fellow. To- yeah, very much so. Don't let that go to your head. <laughs> he wouldn't, no, anyways. He no, wouldn't, he wouldn't like. No, um, that's he, awesome. He'll be blushing. Oh, I love the boys that blush. <laughs> Not like that. No, obviously. <laughs> obs. <laughs> obs. <laughs> Hashtag obs. Um, Thank you so very, very much for being here. Thank you very much for inviting me along. Our uh, next podcast, podcast, we are going to have some scapegrace, some yes. gin, yeah, some tonics. Yeah, definitely, yeah. This is, our, is this our first conversation, really? This yeah, deep yeah. without a gin? Yeah, totally. Uh, I, I thought this was when you put it down. A gin brimmy. It's like, oh, gin all the water. way to the brim. Yeah. <laughs> nice, and, nice and clean going in. Oh, yeah. H2O, yeah, yeah. high quality H2O. So um, thank you, Nick so much thank you very much for inviting me I appreciate um, your time anytime and I look forward to, to the next one me too and thank you everybody for being here happy Friday happy International Women's Day um, on Sunday if not every single day, day. do <laughs> do whatever little bit that you can we rise by lifting others and all that jazz um, have a nice rest of the day thank you see ya bye